this one, I think Canberra is a very easy life. You can go everywhere you want from Canberra. Uh, in my job perspective, you can have a beautiful produce from next to Canberra. No, you can have a beautiful trough on the winter. You can have a beautiful cheese from no, from Orange or what beautiful wine from Orange is next to us, really. I think if you have less stress in the life, your job is got better. Is you balance your life. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Italian food has become an important ingredient in the recipe of Australian cuisine. Beginning with large migration during the 50s, Italians have been integral in the formation of our coffee culture, our love of pasta. And it's not that much of a stretch to say our national dish is spaghetti bolognese. But what does it take to cook great Italian food focused on families in a restaurant setting? Francesco Balastrieri is the executive chef of Agostini's in Canberra, ACT. Francesco, how are you? Good. How are you, Anthony? Good. It's good to have you on this show. You're one of the few uh, chefs in Australia with an acknowledgement from the Italian Chamber of Commerce for the authenticity of your Italian cuisine. Um, well, what did it take to get that, and what does it feel like having that honour? I feel very, very proud. I'm very proud to now to show the Italian food and people test the food and in Australia, no? after so many years, I'm here now. And I'm so happy, no? it's, and people enjoy it, really. Agostini's is a huge restaurant and really focused on families. Does it change the way that you approach a menu to to become such a family sort of focused offering? No, not really, because, yeah, the kids have the menu for the, no? you know, I have a kid's menu with the pizza and pasta, with the bolognese, but for the adults, I have really modern menu, Italian, with, um, with different type, no? I'm from Rome, and um, lots of dish from Rome, lots of dish from North Italy, where is the family from? Um, a new key, no? a new, new thinking and traditional, number one is the traditional. Um, and the family enjoyed the food and the kids have the kids' meal. And yeah, and every three months I change the menu. It's mean, every time it's fresh. You're originally from Rome. Take us back to Rome. What was food like for you as a kid? Oh, it's a very slow cook meal. No, it's the meat, the sauce, everything, tomato and fresh pasta. I coming from family, um, for small family and, and, I remember it's every Sunday, every lunch with the family, with my nan, mom, together in the table, no? And have a beautiful meal, beautiful fettuccine with the pork ribs. It's a typical dish from Rome. No, it's not. <laughs> or the oxtail, oxtail ragu. Oh, it's beautiful. And this one when I kids, but I moved here in Australia in 2005 when already, when already I'm 20 to Canberra. But yeah, the kids, when I'm kids, I remember the table, the big table, big food, lots, lots and tray, lots of pasta and three hour meal, no? What's the food like of, of Rome? I know it's very different depending on what region you are in, in Italy, but what's some of the dishes that really stand out from uh, your memories of, of Rome? Oh, there's so many dishes really, but what I, what I remember Rome is the oxtail. 
the ragu with the oxtail is a beef one, or the pork ribs, slow cooking tomato sauce. Um, yeah, this one is my dish. Really remember Rome, or is Rome? Oh, the saltimbocca, saltimbocca. Every people know in the world, saltimbocca is a tradition from Rome. No, what's the secret to a great saltimbocca? It's good prosciutto. You need not too salty. You need to have twenty-four months max. A sage and nice piece of veal, and uh, that's it. Put down and put in the pot in the pans and just white wine. That's it. It's not lots ingredient. What led to the decision to become a chef? When did you start to get interested in food? Uh, really, when I'm kids. You no, know, when I was six or seven, and at one point in my life, I need to change. My mom asked me, "Say, what do you want to do in the life? And I said, look, I want to have a chef, mom. And I said, oh, really, Fry? You know, go in the uni? No, every family think doctor, everything. I said, mom, I don't think. I love cook. And no, I stay with the man a long time in the kitchen. And I said, okay, if you like, but it's a very hard job. And I said, mom, every job is hard. No? <laughs> <laughs> and I decided, then I studied for five years in Italy. Um, the chef school is a five-year, three-year for cooking and two years for management. Mm. And in 2000, when I finished school? 2005, I think it is. No, 2004, I finished my school. Yeah. And I started to travel. Well, tell us about working in, in Italy. What were some of the really important uh, restaurants uh, that you worked at that were integral in defining you as a chef? I did apprenticeship a very hard apprenticeship where I love it in this restaurant in Bologna. Um, it's a Novotel Bologna. And the time when I do the apprenticeship is I have a person every day do fresh pasta. It's a called Sfoglina. It's the lady coming six o'clock in the morning and do all the fresh pasta for the chef. And it's amazing. It's not anymore now because, well, everything happened. But, um, and I studied I study with this lady fresh pasta and what do you mean? A water? eggs and flour together. So I more interesting. And I love this restaurant, I remember. And and what I do now in Agostini is the same one, fresh pasta every day. <laughs> but this one my, my restaurant I love in Italy and my apprenticeship and all the career start. You opened your own restaurant in, in Rome uh, in two thousand and nine. Tell us about that restaurant and what you were doing there and and what it what it took to to pull that together um the idea is it's called trattoria del viaggiatore it means the travel man because i travel a lot so i opened the business with my sister it's a family business she travel a lot too and um, i have the business for four for three years and it's got very well because the dish is mixed mixed dish from everywhere in italy and it's a time it's a 35 seat and beautiful period in my life. I have my business and a lot of people come in for the fresh food and different food, the idea, no? And in 2009, I decide because my wife is from Canberra at the time, say so go back to Australia. Um, it's a beautiful time. I have my restaurant and because it's so small, you can do the menu every second day. So you decide the menu every second day. I go in the market and buy fruit, veggie, and I decide the menu. That's it. <laughs> How different was the produce back then when you had your own restaurant in Italy compared to what you experience here in Australia? Uh, I think in the last five years, 
it's go very well. Five, six years go very well in Australia. They have a lot dish, a lot produce, sorry, um, in the time. But what I miss is the orange, for example. The orange in Italy, the, in Italy is very, very dewy and nice. Uh, and the lemon, for example, is more dewy, but depend of period, no? Um, but I think a lot of stuff now is in Australia, is an import in Australia. I'm lucky one. No, you can have a small cheese from North Italy. The Montasio cheese, for example, is a type of cheese is not 10 years ago, it's not here, but now it's here. No, it's nice. It's, I think it's, it's an easy one now to fly or, or ship you know, food and everything everywhere in the world. Do you have any um, special moments that you can tell us about? Um, when you were owning your own restaurant um, from a special evening or something that, that happened in those years that you had that restaurant? Yeah. Oh, one, yeah, one of the, I think this, the special one, when I have this nice um, customer and he's coming every single time. And one day I ask for just a conversation because it's a tiny restaurant and I go out the kitchen in and out every time and ask the job and everything. And just for conversation, I say, oh, as I writing book, and I said, oh, okay. And there's a cooking book. And I said, oh, okay, it's a pleasure. <laughs> so yeah, I love your food because you, every time it's different and uh, it's not the same menu every time. And so I'm so happy, no? He's so happy with this customer. I said, look, thank you so much. And continue to come for three years, really. And enjoy the family and all the birthday stuff. You moved to Canberra. You mentioned your wife is originally from Canberra. How different was that for you having grown up in Rome? Uh, it's more quiet. <laughs> Less traffic is nice, more green. Um, I think for the first one or two years, it's a little bit more hard, but now I feel I'm Canberrian. Um, I like Canberra. Um, I'm not going to go in the big city. I'm not thinking traffic and parking. Um, and... Yeah, a few years ago, Cambridge bought different, is in food perspective. What is it now is pretty good, I think. Everywhere you go, you know, can you have a good meal? You originally got a job at uh, Ridges, which became the QT Hotel, and Robert Marchetti was um, head of the kitchen. What was it like working with him? No, it's very nice. It's a very good experience in my life. Um, it's very the idea and um, the project, what is the company do it, is amazing. Um, QT Cambridge is the second one after Sydney. So, I mean, it's a new company. It's a new, you know, and Marchetti with a project where it is coming for restaurant. What is it before in Sydney is a, um, what is a buffet style. It's a totally different tool, no? It's nice. It's so nice idea. Um, it's a very nice person, Marchetti. I think he's a talent chef. <laughs> you were asked to run the pasta section uh, in those days. What sort of food were you cooking? Oh, before, in QT Canberra before, with the first idea, is have a fresh pasta. I'm in charge of the first, uh, sorry, in charge of the fresh pasta and all the organization in the back kitchen. Um, and it's amazing. Um, I have a full fresh pasta. That's it. And the idea is amazing with thinking Marchetti, this slow cook ragu or the mushrooms ragu, the idea of cooking for so much long and the style, no? It's, it's amazing. Um, 
and the project is go up. I worked for the same company, I think, for four years. And before I moved to East Hotel. You made the move to the East Hotel and Agostini's wasn't there as part of that then. And tell us about what you what you were doing and then the building of such a big family Italian restaurant. Yeah. When I moved in 2015, I moved to East Hotel and I had an interview with the GM. And um, the funny one is, look, this one is the new project. It's a bar, a small Italian bar, nice wine, nice baba, all the nice whiskey. Um, and I said, look, it's very good. It's a very good idea. And it's just a snack. And I come in from big operation. And I said, okay, good. I go come in a small operation just for relax my brain. And <laughs> amazing story, but two months after, just bar open, I following all the opening and everything. I put a special, I put a plate pasta, and it's go crazy. And it changes from bar to a small restaurant. Wow. And it's just 45 seats. It's a tiny restaurant. And I put a steak, I put a change in the deal with small steak, a small pasta sharing, and people love it. And I say, okay. And they honestly look at me one day and say, Fra, look, what's happened? The next door, the restaurant gone. Do you want a big restaurant? And I said, look, then, okay. <laughs> the big space, why not a smaller one? No, 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 I come from big operation. I'm not scared with this one. But say, Fra, you can eat wet. And I say, what do you think, 100? Oh, no, 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 150, 160. And I said, my God. <laughs> say, what do you think, restaurant? A family restaurant, okay, family restaurant. Say, what do you think with the kitchen? I say, I want 50% of the floor. And I have 50% of the floor. I say, 175 meters square is from me from the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, okay, you can have. <laughs> and my deal is no pineapple pizza. Sorry. Why did you need such a big kitchen? Because I think uh, the, ki- the staff need to move very nice in the kitchen, in the team. It's not just me. Um, I have a team work for me. It's 21 chef. And if you have a big kitchen, the staff need to move very easy. And every restaurant normally, what you do is a big space in the floor and a small kitchen. And the chef is a suffering. What is at my design is I have a big kitchen. The chef is not suffering. I put air condition in the kitchen. The kitchen run at 22 degrees. Say, so why need to suffering my staff? No, because... If my staff is happy, I'm happy, and the restaurant is happy, and every people work. And I'm building the first time the big kitchen with a pass in the center. It's a V pass. So all the food go in the center of the kitchen. And I put a big oven in Canberra. It's a 12 pieces at a time. No, it's not uh, the first in Canberra coming from Italy, from Marana Forni. Um, amazing friend. And I said, Fra, you need to have this oven. And I look at the oven, the project, and amazing. And I say, okay, yeah. And it's in the center of the kitchen. It's a piece of art, I call. Well, tell us about some of the things that you're cooking in the, in the kitchen and what have been real successes on the menu. Uh, in the last one, in this menu here, is a very popular, uh, is the gnocchi. Uh, in crazy one. Um, the gnocchi with the spinach ricotta gnocchi with the butter and sage and formaggio di fossa is formaggio di fossa is from no, from Tuscany, and it's a little bit a twenty four months old pecorino, stay on the ground, and it's a beautiful test. It's just simple dish. It's a three ingredient, but it's a very tasty. 
And for the first time in this menu, I put the bucatini, the, the spaghetti with the hole, with the, with the oxtail. Slow cook oxtail in chocolate and tomato. Um, very typical dish from Rome. Tell us a bit about your cooking. You do have the, the acknowledgement of your um, traditional uh, menu from, uh, from Italy, but you also like to um, have your own spin on things. What's, what's important when putting together a dish for you? A nice combination. This one is, is um, when I'm building, you need to have not just a sweet, bitter, salty, all together. Um, yeah, a small traditional dish, but I try to change a little bit of time. Or just for different, because a um, few dish now eating marinara pasta is the same marinara pasta. Where you go everywhere, you can have marinara pasta. But I do spaghetti with a scampi. <laughs> no, it's prawns and scampi together. And it's not a different. It's just a little bit tricky. I call it tricky, no? And where it's available in Australia, say the season, you need to respect the season. You've been in Canberra for quite a few years now. How have you seen the food scene evolve and what do you love about it? I think new chef, Canberra in the last six years has changed a lot. I think it's a new chef, new mentality. Um, a lot of people now is moved to Canberra. More chefs moved to Canberra. Um, was it before? Not people come here because they're thinking, oh, the country town. Canberra is the country town. Not people come here. Whereas now, people come here. Um, and another one is a lot of people in, in Canberra start to traveling overseas, French, Europe, Italy, and start to know what is the food, enjoy it, and you know, love it. It's, it's not the chicken pasta, you know? It's not Italian. <laughs> Sorry, but it's not Italian. <laughs> uh, it's nice dish, but it's not Italian. Same carbonara with the cream. It's not Italian. <laughs> but yeah, it's go well. It, cameras move very, very fast. Um, a new restaurant open every day, really, in Canberra. The last year and a half has been challenging for many, and uh, some of Australia is in lockdown at the moment. What sort of impact has it had on what you do uh, at Agostini's? Well, it's a horrible moment, I remember, uh, but lucky one is a change in the business in takeaway. Um, and lucky one is got very, very strong for Canberra people support us. Um, I remember the first Friday, it's just me, my sous chef in the kitchen and the GM. And just thinking, oh, it's nothing tonight. And the first night I do 350 pizza and takeaway line of people outside from Canberra just support the business. Uh, and it's amazing. Um, horrible period because everything happened, but I'm lucky one with the takeaways got very strong with the pizza and pasta takeaway. Um, uh, you need to leave the stuff go on, go on, in and out. Every week is different. Uh, but yeah, I think Canberra is a bubble. Finger crossed, is a bubble in Canberra. No? Uh, in food perspective, a lot of business change and take away. You have a lot of friends and family back in Italy. Um, what's it been like uh, not being able to um, travel and um, have you had communications with everyone back home? Yeah, I call my mom every night, really. 
for you know, the new technology. You can you call Italy every night. Um, yeah, you miss the family because normally in the summer you go holiday, you go back home, you stay one month holiday, you know. Um, but the lucky one, yeah, my family in Italy is less safe, um, living the coast now. Um, but think across next time, no, next time opening, I go. And then when the COVID starts in Australia, I have the ticket to fly to Italy. One year ago, with a tour in um, Tuscany and Sicily, and I need to cancel. I cancel everything. I said, no, nah, I'm not going to go. If I go, I stay in, in Italy. No. Nah. <laughs> You've made a life for yourself here in, uh, in Canberra as one of the best chefs. What, what, what do you love about what you do? Um, I love uh, easy life. This one, I think Canberra is a very easy life. And uh, you can go everywhere you want from Canberra. Uh, in my job perspective, you can have a beautiful produce from next to Canberra. No, you can have a beautiful trough in the winter. Um, you can have a beautiful cheese from no, from Orange or what beautiful wine from Orange is next to us, really. Um, and the life is, I think if you have less stress in the life, your job is go better, is you balance your life. No, um, It's a very stressful food job already. It's very stressful. Um, plus, if you put chaotic life, it's not well. <laughs> the last year and a half, uh, you've had to make some changes and you can't see family. What's some of the positives that have come out of this situation for you? Uh, not really. Uh, nothing can I say with the family. Uh, I miss the family in Italy, but you can have a camera on, the video on with the, no, with the camera. You can see the family. Um I miss my mom cooking, yes. <laughs> uh, but it's a life, you know. I decide to live in this beautiful country. Um, yeah. Um, live here in Canberra, I mean, the green one. Oh, um, yeah, this one, Anthony. <laughs> After the success of uh, Agostini's and what you've built there, do you? what are the plans for the future in the next coming couple of years? <laughs> Um, new idea, new project coming soon. Uh, maybe try to go bigger. No, go is the project. Maybe it's coming bigger, and uh, because my type of pizza is different, is is not the Na- Napoli pizza. It's a Roman style. It's very crispy and thin one, and light topping is a little bit different to to Canberra. That's why I like it. Is I try to explain this one. Um, and the digestion system is very light, so I try to maybe it's possible to open a new store. Um, and it's very busy restaurant, so why you think, why not? Well, Francesca, we've loved having you on Deep in the Weeds today to hear your story. Good luck with another venue in the near future, and um, please keep in touch, and we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me, Anthony. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.